You're listening to Chatting with Copywriters. I'm your co-host, Bobby Lind. And I'm Kimberly Whitecamp. In each episode, we break down the mysteries of copywriting and marketing. In this episode, we're going to be talking about I versus you copy and how you can use it for your business. But before we get into that, uh, Bobby and I, of course, always like to bring in random, random topics to then relate it back to marketing because everything in your life really does kind of relate back to marketing. So Bobby, what's my question today? Oh, this is a fun one. So I have been reading the amazing book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, right? It's um, it, if, if you've not read that or, um, or even like started browsing through it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And one of the things that they go into is about how to, you know, kind of win friends. Right. And so if I put you in a scenario, Kimberly, how would you respond to this? So we're going to first, let's say that we were first meeting and, and I show, you know, we, we, we get together, we, you know, you get, you ask them, you know, Hey, how are you? What do you do? And I just dominate the conversation. Well, I do this and I'm amazing at this. And I know all these people and you know, Hey, um, I've, I've learned about this and I've gone over here and I've done this and here's all the results. And, you know, I just keep going and I'm talking a lot about myself thinking that you're just totally enthralled because you're staring at me with a blank stare and I just don't even notice it. How do you feel about that? Oh boy. Um, I have been in those conversations and let me tell you, my thought process is, my God, can I see somebody who um, I know and then can leave? Uh, <laughs> because- but wait, I have this amazing thing that I can sell you. You've been staring at me for the last two minutes and listening, or even five to 10 to 20, depending on how well I talk. I'm staring at you wondering when you're going to breathe, quite honestly. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm amazed that anyone can continue to talk that long. Actually, no, I'm not. But, uh, yeah, so I kind of feel like I don't even need to be in the conversation. Like you could, I'm giving as much to the conversation as if you were talking to a wall because I literally haven't said a word. Yeah, that, that would be kind of how I feel looking for a way to gracefully exit the conversation or also when you're in a a dinner party or you're at an event or whatever, and people start sharing overly personal things with you when you literally just met them. And you're like, uh, what you don't want to know about the bunion on my second toe that my uh, third cousin's uncle looked at and said was benign or whatever. Right. I mean, you hear all of this. (laughs) It's kind of a matter of, Oh wow. Um, can can I leave? leave (laughs) How about you, Bobby? Yeah. So I've been on both sides of the conversation. Not only have I, you know, in much younger, did I totally plow over people that I had first met or, you know, done the even worse thing where they'll give me something and I just had to one up them. Oh, well, you've done that. I've done this. Um, And so, you know, I've been on the, I've been on both sides. I've done it and seen just exactly how many people walk away and, or never talk to you again. And I've been on the receiving end of it where I'm just like, I can't get a word in edgewise. And then the hard pitch comes, which is even worse, right? So they're they're talking all about themselves and then they have an amazing opportunity for you. They always have an amazing opportunity for you. Uh (laughs) And and, um, I just like stare at them and I'm just like, you know nothing about me. You maybe, most likely not, don't even 
you know, you don't even remember my name. So what's the point? <laughs> and that's kind of, you know, and so I, I have, I have been on both sides, not proud to say I've done the overly bullying the people over, but I, you know, I have, and then you, you learn, you're like, oh, I wonder why I have no friends, you know, now I approach things a little bit differently. I try to be the first one to ask, what do you do? And I'd love to listen to people and pull out information from them because from now it's a, it's a much more interesting way for me to, I mean, my marketing brain is almost always on. So when I talk to people or when I meet them in real life, you know, what do you do if you let them talk about themselves or you make the conversation about them, you can walk away from that and they'll think that you are an amazing person to talk to. They'll love you. And so it's very intentional on the other side sometimes to get people to dominate the conversation. I just don't want them to, I don't want them to start it and bowl me over. I like to, I like to allow them to talk and draw them in with, you know, so, Hey, so how does that work? And you know, Oh, you've, you've talked about doing this. Can you tell me more to draw out more information, but it's a very different way about going about it. And instead of just allowing them to 100% dominate the conversation. Yeah. And then you also have the, um, kind of, you can be somebody's perk of the day, right? Where you meet those people who are like, Oh, I have a boring job. You don't want to hear about it. Well, no, it sounded interesting or you have a really long job title. I'm intrigued. What do you do exactly? You know, and to let somebody talk about their passion or to let somebody talk about, you know, why it is that they do what they do. It it can be a real highlight for people. And I kind of like knowing that I've, I've helped be a highlight to somebody else's day and also learn something really interesting. Like, wow, I never thought about the people who have to do that. Yeah. And that, um, you know, we can tie that into what we're going to talk about today, the I copy versus you copy. And that's really the difference between you talking all about yourself and bowling over people as they're listening or reading your sales copy versus making the conversation about them. Yeah, that's something a lot of, uh, of my clients have a, a real hard time grasping is that when people land on any of your marketing material, if it's an email, if it's you know, a one sheet, if it's, a, if it's your website, right? You don't want to A, assume they're in the middle of the conversation when they're at the beginning. And you also don't want to assume that they need to know everything to continue the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So you'll see a lot of copy out there, especially in software companies where it's like, we do this and we do this and we do this and we have the best in class solution and we uh, strive to be the best in the market. And I'm like, well, what does that mean for me, your reader? Like, I don't understand why I should choose you because all you've told me is what we do, we do, we do, we do, but not put it in a way that I can understand how it's going to benefit me. Yeah. It's not a black and white way to, to, to know how you're doing that. But it's literally looking for the words I and we versus you, your, even us to a point and we is, I would say we is kind of on the fence, right? There's a point in time where we is talking about you specifically as the company. And then there is a point in time where we is talking about the partnership between you and your clients and customers. So yeah. it's, a, it's a gray one when you're talking about it. But if you look at just a starting point, I and we, I, we, and sometimes us, again, another, <laughs> um, another gray one, 
and put that into the what's called the I copy. If it's all, if it is truly all about you or your company, that's I copy. And if it's about your partnership with your customer and clients or the word you, that's the you copy. And so that's a great place to start is to just look at what you've got and highlight both and see where, see if there's an imbalance between them or if you're super heavy on one side versus the other and where does that lie? That's the starting point to know where you are in your copy. Absolutely. And, you know, you want it at the very minimum to be balanced, but really you want more you than I. And that's because people are looking, you know, if they find you online, they're looking for a solution to a problem they have right now. And the, the thing a lot of companies kind of forget is they, when people land on their site or their landing page or they think about a, you know, a download maybe they want to do, um, they have it in their head that they already know what the solution is and they already know uh, exactly uh, how you can fix it and they're just looking for a particular product to do so. Whereas a lot of, in a lot of cases, right, the readers are looking for a solution. They don't know if there's a solution. So that's another thing of like putting your named product out there. That's another form of I copy, right? If you just say the XL1400 series, that's, again, it's kind of like, well, I don't know what that is. But if you say you're looking for a solution to, I don't know, uh, faster data entry, <laughs> let's just say, right? Really something boring. Faster data entry. You, you want... Uh, to increase your data entry by at least 30% so you can give your workers more time off. Like, let's just say that's what, what they're yep. looking for, right? It's a manager. Uh, everyone's working overtime. The company can't afford the overtime. They need to get it down to where everyone's working just a normal hour of the week, right? The, the copy that says you're looking for this solution, I'm going to start nodding my head, right? You're going to start getting that yes. You're going to get people on the yes train saying, yes, that's me. Yes, that's yeah. me. The Whereas you're looking you say, for the you're looking for or the 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 more the softer version of this the are you looking for right this this and this a solution to this you know fixing this problem type stuff exactly right. whereas if you have the sentence our whatever or we create the top solution for xyz or we have the product xl 1600 series <laughs> um yes. you know then it becomes oh but i don't know what that does Yes. How that uh, and in a, in a, in a future episode, I think we, we can really have some fun breaking down the art of language, you know, and uh, it's, there's so much amazing things on, on just changing one word can change the entire meaning of a sentence and everything like that. So one of the things that you had mentioned, Kimberly before, and, and I used to believe this before, prior to a recent conversation that I had had, and, you know, you hear a lot, the, Balance versus imbalance, you know, and of course I'd, I'd obviously alluded to that. And there's a ratio that gets thrown around in the world of marketing and, and copy. And that's a one to two ratio at a minimum, meaning you talk about your customers and to your customers twice as often as you talk about yourself. Yes, I've heard that. And, and, and that's, that's the minimum, right? The, the, the one to two that likes to be, you know, a lot of the the experts out there will tell you two and a half to three times more or four times right so they get they they get into these these great ratios and i've recently had a, uh, not only had a conversation with pretty well known copywriter 
and then also listened to, listened to his talk at the, the conference I had just been to. And he had a very different take on it. And so, so um, and it's, it, it really made me go, oh my God, that's brilliant. Of course it is, right? I mean, well-known copywriter. And, and so what he was saying was, when you're talking about the problem state, you know, because again, we, we just talked about, you know, not everybody knows that they have a problem, right. you know, or they know that they, 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 may, they may imagine that they have this problem, but they don't necessarily really understand it. So you have to bring it out and develop it and bring that pain point out. When you're talking about the problem and the worst case scenarios that are going on, that's when you use the I copy. You know, I didn't know how to decrease the amount of work that my employees were doing. And we ran into this problem where we were paying overtime out the nose. And, you know, and you go, so you paint the picture of the worse than your customers could possibly imagine, as long as it's true. Right. But you really bring this through and that's the eye copy. And when you're talking about the solution and what the future looks like, you switch to the you and, and us as a team going forward, but you can experience greater uh, efficiency with your employees and um, your company can bring forth the amazingness by using this. And you paint the picture that's even better than they imagined. And so it's not a ratio at that point in time. It's, and then you can switch back and forth because I know what it's like scratching your head, wondering where all the money's going, but you can experience the, the amount of money that you can save by implementing this solution is a third of what you spend in overtime, right? And so you can switch back and forth between that I and you, as long as your story is the worst case scenario and it's I, because here's the thing. If you say, have you, you know, you're experiencing X, Y, and Z, if they haven't experienced one of those, you get a no. And you don't want to know when you start, but you, you soften that and go, you may have experienced X, Y, and Z, and you can do the softening there, but you cannot deny it. It's not a no when it's an I personal story. Right. Yeah. Because it's, I've experienced this. If they haven't experienced that exact line, they go, oh, well, I'm not that bad. But if you could go from that to this amazing utopian existence in the future, right? I'm not as bad as you. Maybe I can get that and it'll be easier for me. And so it's a, it's a different, it's a different way of approaching the I copy versus you copy. And I thought it was brilliant and I'm absolutely going to use that in my, uh, in my copy going forward. Yeah. I, I like the way that that kind of also the way it's described is while it is an I story, it's I copy, it's still a you story because it still relates to your reader. It still relates to your potential buyer. It's because mm-hmm. it's something that, Well, as you said, right, I'm not at that worst point yet, but now I could see, yeah, I could be there. I could be there or it could get that bad. And I'd love to not get to that point before I can find a solution. So it's, um, yeah, it's another, uh, way of looking at it, right. You know, you have your ratios two to one, you have your, uh, approaches. And one of the things I've heard recently um, is just, it's another way of looking at it, right? Because when you're writing copy, the most important thing, of course, is your audience. Who are you writing to? 
what do they know? What are they looking for? What are their wants? All of that kind of good stuff. Uh, so it all depends, right? But in yeah. terms of, you know, where to start, you, you have your two to one ratio if you want. Or another place to start is I, what I've heard is, is 5%. And it's not 5% of your copy should be addressing your reader. It's literally 5% of the words on a single piece of marketing. If it's a sales letter, a VSL, a landing page, whatever it is, doesn't matter. 5% of the words, so let's say there's a thousand words on your pre-sale page, 5% of those words should be the word you or your, uh, which I found was a very, I thought, wow, that's kind of low. But then the way it was explained to me by another really well-known copywriter, uh, it just made so much sense, was you don't want to have you and your in your copy too much because then it really stands out. And it's almost like you're not, you're no longer connecting with the person you want to be connecting with because they become very aware that you keep saying you, right? You, 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 you. But what you can do is, you know, you can go through all of your sentences and replace where you can with the word you or your. Then you can rephrase those sentences so that you don't say you or your, but you or your is implied. So, you know, the 5% rule is so that you don't use you too much so that it kind of takes people out of the story you're building for them. But it also helps you figure out just kind of a starting point, you know. And uh, one thing I really want to be clear on this, Bobby and I are not saying you shouldn't use iCopy. In fact, we are saying you should use iCopy. But you should not only use iCopy. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, for anybody that's interested in finding more information on, you know, the, the way that. Um, that I had just recently heard it. It came from Bond Halbert. And one of the best ways to kind of find that is to go to the, like the Gary Halbert letter.com. And I think they have the Halbertizing so that we'll put those information, that information in the show notes that you can kind of go and see more about how different copywriters do and use this type of information. So Yes, and if you're interested in learning more about the, the 5% uh, kind of approach that I talked about, uh, that's from Joanna Weeb at Copy Hackers, and you can learn more at copyhackers.com. They have a huge community and lots of really great articles and tutorials, so um, that would be a great starting point as well. So, Bobby, uh, you know, I versus you, right? You don't want to be that person in the conversation who's dominating, who doesn't let anyone get a word in edgewise. But you also don't want to be the listener who's only saying, what, it, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Because you want to be having a conversation. Great copy is having a conversation with your prospect that they're already in the middle of, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and really, it's the conversation, right? It's okay to tell your story and then you have to go into the conversation. You ask questions, you get them to nod their head and go, yes, that's me. And it's okay to get them to, you know, shake their head and go, no, that's not me. Because we've talked about in earlier episodes that it's just, it's okay to exclude the wrong people from what it is that you're looking for. Absolutely. And I think that's another really great place for why you might want to be using that you copy. Um, You've done this, you've done this. Because if there's somebody who hasn't experienced that particular thing and that's the core of your product, I mean, why you wouldn't want those people to be buying it because it's not the right solution for them. It's not a good match for them. So, you know, you copy is another way of excluding, but also bringing in the exact right people. Yeah. So, and that's a great, yeah. And, and in order to do that, and we've, like I said, we, we have discussed this earlier, but it's that, you know, who is this right for? If you've experienced, you can do any of the following 
boom, 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 boom. So if they, if they hit one to two of them, they're like, oh, I've hit one to two. Okay. This might be good for me. Right. Or if it's, if you've experienced all of the following, bang, 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 this is the perfect solution for you. You know, so there's, again, it's, it's words and language and how is it that you come about doing that information? Right. And uh, if you are interested in that, we've talked about that a lot in our objection handling episode, which is another area actually for you copy, right? This is not for you if, so that you can immediately exclude those people that you're not a good fit for. Yeah, absolutely. So any uh, final words on I versus you copy for our listeners, Bobby? No, I mean, really the, 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 the final word that I have is play around with your copy. If it's not working or not getting you the results that you have right now, start to figure out, literally print it out, you know, put it on paper and highlight where are you talking about yourself? Is it okay? Is that story copy? Is it the way that it's going to be? And where are you talking about your readers? And that, I mean, that's really the best place to start for anybody that's not used to doing this more often. Um, and so, yeah, that's my kind of final depart- departing words is to, to, to really understand where you're at. Awesome. And I'm just going to add on to that a little bit. Um, You know, if you think that it is uh, you copy or you think it's the right place for I copy versus you copy, you know, get someone else to read it. Because uh, after we've looked at something for so very long, we kind of become blind to the things that we're not wanting to see anymore. So, you know, get a friend to read it, get somebody else to read it, you know, random person on the street, put it on a a five second test, whatever you want to try, but get someone else to look at it and say, okay, is it clear that I'm talking to you or is this all about me and I'm just not realizing it? Exactly. Thanks for listening to this episode of Chatting with Copywriters, where we talked about the I versus you copy and how you can use it to better serve your business. You can listen to past and future episodes at chattingwithcopywriters.com. If you'd like to appear on our show or have a topic you'd like us to cover, please fill out our contact form. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcast listening service. And visit us on Facebook at Chatting with Copywriters.